0: Welcome back
1: to the compound podcast. This is episode 88. I did see the email today and it is 88 and it's Boy, presented. Yeah. Thank you. And it's presented by Parse Rum. I love Parse. You love Parse. We all love Parse. Anything nice you guys want to say about Parse today? If you would have brought some Parse to these negotiations, we might have a new CBA. That's a good point. If I would have <laughs> just slid some Parse across the table, I think we'd be in business. Are you there like in person? I'm in Dallas. We're all in Dallas. All the like team reps are. I don't know if all team reps are here. Uh, I would assume we probably have more than thirty. Like we have, there's probably fifty ish players. But there's like
2: at least one per team.
1: Yes, yes, at least one per team plus extras.
2: Are
3: any owners or like or oh, yeah. Manfred there? Manfred's there too. Everybody's here. You know Everybody. who's not there is, is Steve Cohen because he's just. Him and the Rangers GM are just signing everybody.
1: Slanging, just going on spending sprees.
3: Yeah, she said, "Hey, here's the checkbook. Do what you got to do."
1: The amount of signings in the last 48 hours, 72 hours, is crazy. Do you I bet think, you it's even more the next two days? Do you it's think incredible? Do you think that this is kind of like a like a total product of where we are? Because it's a good narrative for owners to be spending right now, especially if things happen over the next couple of days. Like, it's a good oh, narrative. Yeah. Plus, you have like three, four, three. You have no spending last year. And then you have probably three years of really low spending. You had a lot of teams who mailed it in, who are now starting to spend again. And you have this deadline, this artificial deadline that's kind of out there for teams to spend So do you think it's a perfect storm of spending or do you think if we had a deadline every year, that it would be like this?
2: I think it'd be like this every year. If there's a deadline. I mean, you saw it last year, there were guys like numerous, like guys that could play every day in MLB going into spring training without a job. And it's, it was yeah. insane to see. And then this year it's kind of like everyone rushing to get a deal done before this all unfolds the next couple of days
3: you guys should you should throw that until we, when you guys are coming to agreement like oh yeah by the way we want a uh, deadline every year yeah. for free agency
1: i i've thought about it and i haven't like i haven't had deep conversations about it but i've just thought about it and when you kind of think about it it's like what's the penalty on the back end like if you don't sign something like what happens right. i don't how do they do it in the nba
3: i don't think there's a deadline i think it just opens up at a certain date and then everybody just plays with monopoly money because everybody signs for 500 million dollars
1: I think it closes, but I feel like you,
2: you can't put a deadline because then like, what if you're a free agent and then a team's like we want you, it's like, Nope, sorry. You're screwed. Like, I feel like if anything, this is against the players to have a deadline.
1: I don't know how the deadline works because there in the NBA. There is like, there's only like a week for the signing. I'm pretty sure I
2: could see like a dead period. Like for this couple of like for this month, you like the month of February, you can't sign anyone or something like that, but it's like, I feel like you can't just all of a sudden shut it down and be like, oh, if you're not with a team, like musical chairs, you lose.
1: Yeah. It's Uh, it's crazy the amount of spending that's gone on. But you have the Rangers doing some things, doing some exciting <laughs> Over things. Over 500 mil in three guys. Seeger and Simeon was... Seeger got a lot of money paid. Like, what, 315 or 325? 325. And then Simeon good for him bet on yourself he's here he's hanging out he had he goes and and has that one goes on that one year deal bets on himself breaks Sets some records for second baseman and homers zach's gonna break next year and then goes out and gets himself paid what a guy
2: didn't they who
3: else did they sign john gray from the right. um rockies oh, like, that's
1: like right. five for 56 or something or 456 yeah.
2: didn't he have like crazy good numbers like outside of course
1: he's good road numbers i think yeah. so yeah he's, is I, that why we faced him this year he was he was we faced him that course he was pretty nasty is trevor story
3: not signed because <laughs> of course field it's a good question uh, like he, he maybe wants more
2: money and then they're all using that against him. Well, I could see he's probably asking for Seager money and teams are like I'm I'm not saying like he's asking for 10 for 325, but
1: maybe he's asking for like 250 and teams are like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. They're probably using cores against him, and then you also have like that like the longevity of the shortstop position thing. That's a that could be yeah. a toughie. I know he had he had some uh throwing. Troubles late in the year, but he's he's so solid. Yeah. Whoever whoever gets him, especially if somebody gets him for less than they should, is going to have going to be a steal. Somebody said that they think that
3: he's the best athlete like in the big leagues, like top five.
1: Dude, he swipes
3: twenty. Sneaky swipes twenty bags. Says he can like three sixty dunk like windmill. Like
1: that's. He's a very good baseball body. Oh yeah. Good looking guy in a uniform. Yep, I agree. And you have him. So, Story Baez and Cray are still out there.
2: I saw Javi to the Tigers was a little bit of chatter.
1: Go Tigers. You know?
2: Which that'd be so weird. To, that'd just and, be so weird. And that's weird. what I'm not knocking the city of Detroit or Javi, but I feel like Detroit's like a grinder city. And I feel like Javi's too flashy to come like I feel like he's a New York or an LA guy or like a Chicago. Like he's a big city type player. Like that's just what he is, his style of play. Or Miami. Like it, it would be weird to me to see him on the Tigers.
1: Imagine Javi and the Cardinals.
2: Yeah. With him and Arenado on the left side. that justn't
3: you couldn't, you couldn't picture. But nothing would get through on the left side.
1: That's uh, true. Deck, how do you what have the go tigers done? But besides, uh, the starting not, pitcher,
2: not anything,
1: not anything. They're hanging out, they're yeah, waiting they're for the, deals. Waiting they for the market.
2: The, they got their shorts of the future. What else? They need? Yeah, I waiting wish.
1: for the market to come to them. You got yeah. the the Marlins went out there and got uh, Garcia, he got, yeah, a, little, f- they, got a little four for 50 something,
3: and they just got um, Extended extended
1: I saw that they just traded yeah, extended Alcantara, which is a banana steal, by the way.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bananas. But, I, but it it's one of those, like, and I get like, Ian, you know more about like what number you should try to get to like help your position. But like, imagine being him and offered that number. It's like, thanks. Like I'm set for life. Like you Good just point. gave me this much money. I'm set for life. And people are like, Oh, why didn't you try and get this? It's like, ah, I mean, what if I blow out next year? Don't ever throw another baseball. Like,
1: You look at his numbers. He's been sneaky,
2: really good. No, I know that's why I'm saying he took a team friendly deal. If
1: anything, yeah, he throws a billion. The Twins extended Buxton. Kind of a cool extension there. What didn't he? He turned something down this year, though, didn't he? I don't know.
2: Tom knows. What I didn't get about Buxton's deal was he had a no trade clause. Like I didn't. I don't know why.
1: No trade in. clause is a great thing. Yeah. Then you can buy a house, you can set up, you know that you're not going to be moved. Like, But no trade clauses get waived all the time. Like,
2: it comes down waived, to it in waived. like three years. The Yankees want them, and it's like, all right, I'll waive it.
1: But Adam Adam Jones had the 10 and 5 rights and didn't waive in Baltimore years ago, which was a sick move. Now he's winning Japanese World Championships. Correct. I don't know if he won, actually. I just know
2: he was playing in their uh, World Series. He had a walk-off.
4: Or yeah, but hit. I don't. Go ahead. I don't
2: know if his team won the whole thing or not.
4: Uh, Buxton did decline. This was reported by Ken Rosenthal, The Athletic, on July 25th that Buxton was unable to agree to extension at that point, so he did decline.
1: And but he, nobody knows what it was. Uh,
4: uh, they he, they reported at the time that it was around 70 million. Buxton wanted yeah. 80. They sort of met in the middle, but they couldn't agree on a deal at that point.
3: Yes, I wonder well, what the sounds, years were. That sounds very right.
1: His, he had a cool little incentive package in there where, like, if he – because Buckson has so much upside. Like, if he plays a full season, and especially if he is as good as he was this year, like, he could go out there and be a top-10 MVP dude every year. And he, uh, he's he got some upside in that contract if he does go out and get some some MVP votes. He's got, Ooh. like, $8 million if he wins the MVP. Yeah, I did have two questions for
2: you. Well, it's basically the same question. What happens with arbitration and the Rule 5 draft with the new CBA and all that? Is all that just like delayed?
1: It depends. So it depends what the league decides to do. If they, they don't have to, I think this is a point that people need to know, is they don't have to lock us out.
2: Yeah, they could just continue with no CBA, right?
1: They continue with the, I think the current CBA would be an extension. It would just roll over. Uh, and you would keep working on a deal. Um, and so, you know, they can lock it out at any time, but they don't necessarily have to. So if there is a lockout, it will be an action by the league and the owners to say, like, we're putting a stop to this. So, you know, that doesn't have to happen. Um, but if there is a lockout, then everything will be just frozen. And so like all of those like. Nothing.
2: Baseballs. is just what's the
3: yeah, yeah, what's the incentive to that, though? Like, why would they do that opposed to just saying, hey, let's just roll it over in mm-hmm. the meantime?
1: Can you hear that? Yes. yes. It's a FaceTime from Walker Bueller. Shout out. Cool guy. Want to, want to come on the pod? I'm a cool guy. Uh, so if they – What's the incentive to locking us out? It's, it's, I don't know exactly. Like, what the incentive would be right now? I don't see like the upside of it. I think that it's more of like a power move. Power move, or say like oh. we can do it. Like you feel like, especially like at this time, we would kind of want to negotiate through this and try like work really like if we can't come to an agreement, that we would like just power through this and get to a point uh where we could find some common ground you know we'll see what happens it's
2: and can they can they lock out whenever they like could they just continue on until like spring comes up just so like i mean like there's no point in locking us out in december and shutting down baseball operations in december like what's that you're just like
1: like until you come come to an agreement i don't know what what was the uh the basketball one was into the season right that that was the last one
2: yeah that was like the end of the year yeah
1: yeah so it's it's uh, it's kind of just until an agreement's made, and that's it's kind of the crazy part. But I think that players know kind of what we want and where we want to get to. So it's that's that's part of it too. It's just trying to figure out, you know, how we can get to that point. Um, but it is it's uh, everything's frozen, and then you once an agreement's made, then the dates get decided mutually. And so, you know, arbitration, some of that stuff could kinda happen pretty rapidly after an agreement is is done. But
3: and then they move the done. non they move the non-tender date up, right? To they tomorrow. move the
1: non-tender date up so guys will know if they have a contract or not before.
2: That's where I am okay. Okay. That's kind of what I meant by arbitration. It's like like obviously you could figure out the number later once the deal is signed, but yeah, the Tender and non-tender, I feel like you kind of like you going into a frozen like, am I gonna get a deal at
1: the end of this?
2: Or right.
1: yeah. So the tender date is tomorrow at like four o'clock. And then the exchange date on actually arbitration numbers isn't until January 15th. Okay. So that's when you exchange numbers, figure out, and if you can't come to an agreement, and you go to arbitration in February. That's when you go in and say, I want a hundred million dollars for one season. That's exactly it.
2: And I want twenty five million to Zach and Dakota. Each Tom you get 10, Ian gets the rest. Forty. Fair? Set. Everybody, everybody's everybody's happy. Good.
1: Everybody's happy. Good. Uh can we talk about Church or Steel?
2: Wait, 43 a year? Oh my
1: god. Three years at 43 a year. <laughs> at 37. Is that good?
2: It's kind of just insane. Like that is so in- much money. But I mean him paired with DeGrom, like I get it, but that's
1: it's gonna be great for that. I love that they're going all in. Escobar, Marte, Canna. Like a in the matter of
2: in the matter of of seconds. Is he just playing with fun coupons? Like he's just here you go. Who wants like that's they
1: got they got money coming off the books, right? DeGrom's out in two Yeah, but he's
3: he he's like one of the most team friendly
2: deals too. Yeah, I was like, do you want him off the books? The Grom's coming off the books.
1: books, and then Alonzo's. I mean, Alonzo's, I guess Alonzo's. on the books. There, yeah, and on the dorms. books.
2: <laughs> Let's look at those two deals. Uh,
1: McCann's there. He signed a nice little deal, but that's like
3: I think that was four years. I, for four years,
2: s-
1: fifty. I 50 saw 50. a post
2: that said Max Scherzer this next year will make yes, yep, more yep, than yep, like yep. two or three teams' full salary, like their full team.
1: Where their he payroll is right now. Them.
2: Like the right. Pirates and one other team, I think. He, like, is making more next year than they are.
1: Kind of crazy that their payrolls are under $40 million.
2: It is. That is insane, too. Like, that's kind of absurdly low.
1: I think we should be thinking about that. Like, that's...
2: Yeah, yeah true. Come on. True. That's, uh, goes both ways there
1: on how yeah. uh, strange. Robbie Ray's of the Mariners. Gosman's with the Blue Jays. They got pretty similar deals after great I saw a tweet years.
2: that said he took less the Blue Jays than what the Mets offered. That could be, I mean, that's just a report. You never know. But I did see something that said, like, the Mets offered him more. Hmm. And he said, I want to go to Toronto.
4: He the, the, the he took five for 110 from Toronto. So that means the Mets, I saw the same report. Supposedly the Mets offered him at least 120, and he turned it down. So. Yeah,
1: Was that I mean, after Scherzer?
2: It was before they signed Scherzer, I believe. Yeah. Correct. And then they said, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Scherzer, <laughs> we're making sure you come here. Take all the money. They
1: said, we're going there.
2: Like, going all the way. We're not losing another guy. That's basically what they said. That's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. And then what's going to happen tomorrow? You're going to have to think. It's Tomorrow is
3: going to be Banana Lands.
1: I saw some KB rumors yeah. with Philly. Yep. I saw it. And Mariners. I saw we're in there, too. This is some exciting stuff. Baseball I think side. playing in Seattle would be sick. Sick. I have a question for you guys. Yes, sir. There's a report that came out on ESPN. Mm-hmm. All these reports on ESPN are funny because they they report stuff that's going on in the CBA, and it's when you actually like or see what's being proposed. It's interesting to see what's being reported, and, and you're like, "That's not true," or like where it's coming from, because you know, like, there's two sides that are uh, that are offering.
3: Are the reporters proposals. there too,
1: or no? Oh, they I haven't seen many of them but I've heard that they're flying around that they're they're around. Uh, but there was a, a playoff a proposed playoff structure that was reported yep. by ESPN, a 14 team playoff structure where you would play you would play best of 3 wild card and then the top two teams would get a bye.
3: Then they get to pick somebody gets to pick their opponent.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. But just what? the just the 14 team playoff. You get to pick your team. Yeah, you get to pick you get to pick who you play, which is wouldn't tell you
2: what though, that's some bulletin board material. Oh, they wanted us.
1: That's what they oh, said in this didn't, his piano didn't that happen this year? No.
3: I thought the Yankees and Red Sox they decided or there
1: was there was a scenario in which if they all tied that they would have been oh, able to okay. choose. So get if you straight. If you have 30 teams and 14 of them make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's the NBA. Who cares about the first round of the NBA playoffs?
2: I mean, I I will agree there is a point to where there's just too many teams and it's like, all right, like, like I mean, the NFL this year is up to 14. And it makes teams that shouldn't still be alive – still be alive like later in the year I guess you're still fighting for it but at the same time like there needs to be like I don't know I don't know how to say it you can't have
1: a sub 500 teammate no playoffs, like right?
2: that yeah like but that's like in the NFL like there could be a team that's there's 17 games you're like eight and nine make the playoffs and it's yeah like, you know you what know that is times? that's the Jets mm, yikes. like the Lions technically I think yeah. they are 0 10 and 1 are not technically eliminated yet from the playoffs. Yep. Which is just ridiculous. Like, what
1: did what did we have in 2020? 12 team?
2: Uh, yeah, it was 12. They added one to each side. You're talking about baseball or football?
1: Baseball. E- 12?
2: 12.
1: Because of three. Two. No. I like the best of three wild card game. I think best of three wild card is better than play well I I that better play. too. Because
2: one game, like I get the one game, but in baseball, like, you, you could have I don't I don't want to like name teams here. You could have a really bad team that realistically say the last game of the season, they could be 60 and 101 and they could face a team that's 101 and 60. And the starter on the 60 and 101 team could go out there and throw a no-hitter. That's just baseball.
3: That was, baseball. That's what I was going to say before. Baseball is the one sport where it could be like, Hey, that under
2: 500 team could actually sweep whoever. Yeah. Because it's, you never know like the hot team, like any team can beat any team at literally like whoever had the worst record last year. Like, I don't know if it was like the Orioles probably at some point beat the Yankees, 100% beat the Yankees at some point. Not that they were the best team, but for reference.
4: Just to correct ourselves, there were 16 teams in the 2020 playoffs, eight from each uh, league.
2: In baseball?
4: Yeah. Hopefully. It's literally more than half. It's, Are you sure? That sounds really familiar because I'm, yeah. I'm reading an article from MLB.com. I mean, Ian, I you were part of it.
2: Right? I know.
1: It didn't feel like that. Yeah. It's like, didn't you play in It, it didn't feel like 16. Sad. I'm trying to remember. Such a blur. Sixteen. Holy shit. And we got beat. We won our division and got beat by the Marlins. Got swept. Yeah, you guys were the
4: three seed that year. You played the six seed Marlins.
1: And we got bounced. You got bounced.
3: I don't understand. This is I'm switching gears. How are college coaches switching schools when they still have games left on their schedule?
1: Did you? Let's talk football.
2: Real quick, did you see Lincoln Riley's deal to USC? Yes, it was do. something like they agreed to pay buy out both his houses for over five hundred thousand dollars of asking price. They bought him a six million dollar house in LA. They're paying him a hundred and ten million. Like, but hey, I agree yeah, with you. There's
3: like, no, like, oh, there's no money in college sports, though, man. They can't pay the guys. Okay, they're, and they're him bringing hundred and
1: ten million. Yes, they're over bringing how long? 30 years?
2: Uh, 10 years, I think.
1: Doesn't Saban make like $6 a year?
2: No, Mel Tucker just got a 10-year $95 million extension, 9.5 a year, and that was like top five highest. It's just tough
3: because all of these huge schools have openings at the same time, so it's
2: like... I mean, it's like the biggest, like LSU, USC, Notre Dame is now open because Brian Kelly from Notre Dame went to... LSU, yeah, right. what's he gonna make? And LSU yeah. probably a lot. I saw something fifteen a year. Shut the fuck up. Well, think of the donors and boosters. Like, like think of the grads that came from there. That just probably they uh, probably have billionaires that went there.
1: Just so excited to pay Brian Kelly's paycheck. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you would but you I, you'd pay the Michigan State coach's paycheck? You love it. He I did. Yeah, that's, that's what right. he
3: was doing at Mel Tucker's house.
1: It's exactly. What was I, it was. Doing. He was. He you know, was fluffing his pockets. He was racing the them.
2: wheels. I was getting them here. Yep. Saying, hey,
1: hey, well, here's five bucks. And Four I was go. at the
2: game this past Saturday. Two and with me in the stadium this year. I'm just. They not needed you. They saying. needed
1: you and one
3: more.
2: I'll tell you what, though. What's before we get to Cincy, because I know Ian wants to talk about Cincy. The fact that what hurts me and it hurts my soul is that if Michigan State would have beat Purdue, they'd be going to the Big Ten Championship instead of Michigan because they beat Michigan. But they lost to Purdue. So they are instead going to probably be going to a New Year's Six Bowl. And I had to sit here and look at tweets of Michigan people. It was insanity, some of the tweets (laughs) I saw. There was guys that used to play at Michigan tweeting like, oh, and have fun at the Idaho Potato Bowl at MSU Football. Like, what the fuck are you tweeting at MSU football for? We didn't do it. Like, we beat you.
1: I get it because they haven't won in 10 years or whatever, but, like, it really solidified Ohio State as big brother because yes. they stormed the field. It was, a top, it was two top That's five teams playing each other. It was crazy. That's
2: embarrassing. They were number five in the country. You don't storm the field as number five in the country. It's embarrassing. Couldn't be the Spartans. Couldn't be my Spartans storming the field. I'll probably get tagged in a tweet of storm the field at some point, but I don't care. Uh, but Cincy, I'm worried about him this Saturday against Houston.
1: Uh, you know what, Cincy? They got they got something to prove this weekend. You know, they've been they've been playing good football. They've been getting by. They looked really good for the first three quarters last week. They looked really good for four quarters the week before, but now they have a number nineteen Houston team rolling in there to their home turf, trying to give them the business. And you know what? Since he's just, they're going to do what they do. They're going to play a good football game. Defense is going to be flying around. They're going to run some deep routes. And you know what? They're going to come out of there with a W, and they're going to head their asses to the college football playoff.
2: Zach, how many minutes of Cincinnati football do you think Ian's watched this year? Three. Three minutes? Three minutes.
1: I watch all the games.
3: No, you no, don't. You don't. You do
1: I, no, sit down no, I sit down on Saturdays. I'm laughing, but I sit down on Saturdays and watch these games because I don't. I care. Don't. Ian, I this care. is
2: a big. T- Ian, this is a huge test, and if you get this, I'm gonna feel bad if you get this wrong because it's gonna be embarrassing for you. What is their quarterback's name?
1: Oh no, Desmond Ritter. Oh
2: nice. All right, all right. Like, whew, oh, that was yeah. quick too. Yes, yeah, it's good. I was gonna say I was like, you gotta know this like that, or I'm gonna think you looked. That it just
3: up. mean that just means Tom's a very quick texture. He got it yeah. in really quick.
1: Thanks, Tom. There, they look they looked really good the last couple weeks. I don't know. It's gonna it is gonna be a test, and there's no if they win against number nineteen Houston, there's no way the committee can keep them out.
3: No way. They just have to. I feel like no matter what, they're just gonna get compared to Notre Dame in the last in the recent years. They
1: beat Notre Dame. I oh Ian
3: Ian sorry I,
1: because Notre Dame's because Notre Dame's ranked fifth or whatever.
3: No no no. I know. I'm just saying by kind of not really being deserving and being in the playoff and then losing by 74 points.
1: So in Notre Dame could potentially like play in the you know whatever it is, the peach bowl or like if crazy stuff happens, they could get into a top four big you know, the college football playoff. Brian Kelly can't leave before the college football playoff. <laughs>
3: yeah well, like what do you just, they're gonna if if you know you're going different coach or different school why don't you just call the craziest plays of all time and just have a backyard football game. I don't care, fucking! I'm leaving. If Michigan loses, in the,
1: if Michigan loses in the Big Ten championship, and Alabama loses to Georgia because they're playing each other, right? Yes. Yes. And they're both two lost teams, and Notre Dame's a one lost oh, team.
2: Yeah. It'd be an absolute bloodbath for who gets in, and then Oklahoma State goes and loses to Baylor. Then it's literally just they might, they honestly might put Ohio State back in at that point. It'd if Oklahoma a, State loses, it'd be a Michigan bloodbath. loses. Baylor beats Oklahoma. Like, I don't know. It could be mayhem.
3: Do we think the Seahawks would win in the college football playoff?
2: No, I don't. Oh. I'm don't think anybody can beat Georgia. I really don't. I'll be very surprised. I lost
1: to him by a field goal last year. Just remember. I'm, I'm switching
3: gears again, but I'm staying with the same sport. The Washington football team had a stat on third and ones this year. What do you think the percentage is that they've ran the ball? Eighteen.
2: Nope. I was just looking at the TV too. I Fifty-four. That. I would have looked. so. Nope. Scared. One. One. Zero. Ninety-nine. Nope. Nope. Eighteen. Just say kind of the number? Number. Which side of the scale is it? One hundred. Oh, I was pretty close with
3: ninety-nine. One hundred percent of the time, and they just did it again here twice. They did it. well once on thirty-one, once on fourth and one. How? Like,
2: I don't know. Load the box. I would say then, that
1: I would say that in if you were gonna do like the baseball stats, so you'd be sitting on it. You'd be if you're the defense this point in the season, you gotta know what's coming. I want to switch gears on your switch gears. Wow. Dakota mm-hmm. has something for us.
2: I do. So one of my buddies, it's actually one of my buddies I played at Michigan State with Dan Durkin, his brother, Tony Durkin. Does He's Dan also hate Michigan? Uh yeah. Oh yeah. If you go to Michigan State, you don't like Michigan. That's just how it works. Um, he's a part of this foundation called Wish Fest. It's spelled W-E-I-S-H, Fest.
1: Is that a last name?
2: It is a last name. Um, it's it, they have an event this Friday in the Chicago area. It is actually at one fifteen Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, Illinois. They have like this like big concert. Basically, it's like a big party. And they have Russell Dickerson and Randy Hauser and OAR, who sings Wonderwall, I believe. No. Oh, come on, um, dude. What? They sing Love and Memories. I know that song by them. So I redeemed myself there because I knew an obscure song by them. Let's go. Uh, but they, yeah. So they have like a bunch of music going on. It's basically just a big party. And all the proceeds of it go to families with kids and young adults battling cancer. So it's kind of a cool event. Go hang out, drink a little bit, spend some money, watch some good music, listen to some good music, and help a good cause at the same time. For tickets and info, you go to wishfest.com. Wishfest. W-E-I-S-H fest.com. And we're going to post this on, it'll be on our stories today when you're listening, our Instagram stories. And it'll it'll be on the Twitter.
1: It'll be on the Twitter too. Yes. And it'll post a link on the Twitter so that you can go to our Twitter and see this because it's and hard should, to remember how to spell and wish
2: yes. and i'll tag them on the instagram and twitter because they have like accounts there too wish fest does so
1: hashtag wish tag fest on it,
2: and you can go to their page and it'll have all the info and tickets and all that
1: i have an idea and you should yes. put it
3: on the tiktok along with the twitter
1: i don't have one of those tiktok things that you, the kids are talking about these days you know what i think we should do though is i think we should do a little uh I think we should do a little hashtag wish fest. Let's see how many yes. hashtag wish so we can get out there. Make sure you spell it right. Cause it's with oh, an E yep. hashtag WishFest. hashtag parsley rum. See yes, tomorrow. it
2: is. It is this Friday, December 3rd. <laughs> I don't Friday. know if I said that part or not.
1: December 3rd, Friday, I'm my wisdom teeth out for a good cause. Oh. Ooh, goodness. It's a little personal thing that's happening in my life. In case you want to know me Friday, wisdom teeth coming out. Look like a chipmunk. A little scared, a little nervous. Getting them taken out. Um, I actually only have three wisdom teeth. Let me tell you why. Because one spring training, I had a wisdom tooth that was growing out like and cutting a hole in my cheek. So I had to go to a dentist in Arizona and have them just like crowbarred out of my mouth. Yeah, what? that's a, that's a no for me, dog. Crazy. They just put me. They just yeah. laughing at me too. So I was. They were like in there like, and I was just laughing at. They popped it right out. Oh. So I only have three to get out on Friday, but it's going to be a toughie. It's going to be a real toughie. I'm coming back from Dallas Thursday night, Friday morning, first thing. I'm in the chair going under, getting the wisdom teeth out. Going to be loopy for the weekend.
3: Dude, I said we, we do an
1: episode on Saturday. My
2: It'll experience wasn't that bad. Zach, have you had yeah, yours out? Thank you. No, mine are still on. No, mine was like they gave, you, they gave me like Viking for it. I think I took like two and then I was like, I don't really need these anymore.
1: You're That's a big, I mean. tough
2: guy. I mean, Zach. it didn't really hurt. Like, if you don't get dry sockets, it's fine.
1: Zach, have you ever thought about getting yours out? Aren't you terrified that they're going to start hurting in, like, April, and then you're going to have to go six months with them in? Because I'm terrified of that.
3: I, I Yeah, I don't know, dude. I I just think the dentist is the scariest place on the face of the earth.
1: <laughs> does does uh, the dentist tell you that you grind your teeth when you go in?
2: No. You want to know what's wrong with me? Well, one. They did tell me I grinded my teeth. I used to have to sleep with a mouth guard. You, you, you no, grew out of it? I, I no longer sleep with a mouth what guard. What the fuck? You didn't tell me this? We've because, been roommates for, for six years. You didn't tell me this? Because one day in spring training in the hotel, I'm not going to say which hotel, I get back to the room at night. I open up my little case, put my mouth guard in, and there's like 10 fruit flies or like little like gnats on my mouth guard Ooh. and I go never again. Will this go in my mouth? And I throw it directly in the trash. Why don't you just get a new one? I haven't been in the dentist in six years. That's why. Yeah, it's not good. That's not, that's not a good
1: legitimately thing, six years.
2: Uh, it was in college at some point. The last time I was a college, I think uh, this is the dentist like 2014, 2015.
1: I think this is a pretty common thing among baseball players because the off season is so short and you have to like get all of your, like, the idea of taking a day and like planning the dentist and going to the dentist in the time that we have off is so unappealing is it covered in our medical yeah yeah huh.
2: maybe i maybe i'll make a maybe i'll make a time
1: you have pretty good dental
2: but the i mean uh, i'm going to have a lot of cavities i might i don't know it could get ugly in there
1: there might be it, a root
2: canal who knows it
1: had, it had been like 2 years for me and i went in and, and i really went to the dentist so that I could get a referral to go to the ortho orthodontist. Yes, but it's not actually the orthodontist because it was an oral surgeon. I was going to say orthodontist, but I guess it wasn't. It was an oral surgeon to get the wisdom teeth out. Because I I had I always like spring training or whatever, have a little bit of pain. And then I'm like, well, this is going to be terrible. I'm going to be dealing with this the whole year. And then
3: I speaking of the orthodontist growing up I had everything you could imagine except a headset
1: <laughs> like the girl from Finding Nemo? Yes, yes, yes,
3: <laughs> yes, yes, dude. I wish Every you had thing. a headset. Oh my gosh, I wish you had a headset. Bro, I literally looked like SpongeBob in high school.
1: I mean I never had braces. <laughs> Can we get a I few pictures? Braces? No, I never had braces. Can we get a few pictures of that? No. Nope. Hashtag hashtag uh Hashtag wishfest, hashtag parsee hashtag Zach with a headset. With
2: braces and retainer and the the little rubber bands that pull. I you had mouth. those.
1: I had those. I had
3: bars. I had a thing called the palate expander in the top of my mouth. <laughs> Dude, what did your teeth look like before this? I told you, Spongebob, bro. I literally was like this.
4: It's what is that? A wait, walrus? I, is that walrus?
2: Hey. I know Brady's in the room with you, Brady. I want you to find some of those pictures. Nope. He Tell said Tracy no. to send them to us. She will. No. I know she, she will. will. She will. Please. She has my number, so she'll send them to me. He said no. Not in a weird way that she has my number, by the way. She has it in case Zach, I don't know, in case Zach something in happens. In case Zach needs that. to get his uh, wisdom teeth taken out. In case, I, in case she can't get a hold of Zach, she calls me. Because, you yep. know, we're just that close, and that's special, man.
1: I have a I have a theory about the dentist that they tell every single person that goes in there that they need, that they grind their teeth and they need a mouth guard oh, yeah. and they're getting a cut of the mouth guards.
3: Hey, have you ever heard of a car mechanic?
2: What do you yeah. think those guys do for a living? It's, it's the same thing. Like, what? but what do you do? Go get a second opinion. Like, hey, hey man, your, your carburetor.
3: Hey, man, your carburetor needs to get fixed. Oh, what the fuck's a carburetor? You got it, buddy. That's $1,500. Sure whatever it costs. Yep. Whatever it is, man. I'm like Steve Cohen when it comes to that. I don't care what it is. Just take it. I don't care. Here. Oh, you're rich? Yeah, wish. Oh, you rich rich. I wish. You can tell us. Oh no. Oh no, Ian, you're the rich one here, brother. We've seen we've seen your arbitration
2: case. Yeah, it's like we actually know what you make, and you're making more than that this next year. Yep. So I'm expecting Do we have a number a yet? Do we have a number? I'm yet? expecting a raise. We'll I don't see think you'll what... be talking about numbers on yeah. It.
1: Yeah. We'll see what the number is. We're not gonna talk about it on air. Why not? Because we gotta yeah, fight about it. We gotta, wait, fi- hey. we gotta fight about the number. You're not hey, fighting anymore. Way.
3: They're done fighting you. You won.
1: Got to fight again.
3: You had over an 800
1: OPS. You hit 30 homers. You're I good. didn't have an 800 OPS. I wish I had an 800 OPS. I'd I'm Fucking homers. pumped. What'd you pumped. have? Like 760.
3: Okay, you had Probably overly. Average. You had over league average OPS. I,
1: had, I I did have over league average, which was nice.
3: So guess what? That means you're rich.
1: Eight hundred ops. That's that's the goal every year. Eight hundred plus. Ian. Ian, didn't you want to talk about Wade Davis? I did want to talk about Wade Davis. You know why I wouldn't talk hey, about Tom, Wade Davis? Tom,
2: Tom, Tom,
3: just sighed a huge sigh of relief right there.
1: I wanted to talk about Wade Davis. <laughs> we were rambling. Ian there for a texted
4: while. me individually, which he doesn't do that often. Last wow, he t- that's weird. He texted you. That's awesome. I know. Just to, just to tell me that he wanted to talk about Wade Davis.
1: So this has been like, we got to get it in here. Before we talk about Wade Davis, can I? Can we just? <laughs> I'll remember that I texted you guys on Thanksgiving very wow. early. you did and it was a very nice text too I appreciate it I don't that. want to talk about how nice of a text it was because it was very nice but and it was sincere but I just want to get that out there that I did send a text on Thanksgiving
4: Well oh, I was oh, always a loose term I, I didn't get anything, oh, but, you know oh, <laughs> I actually thought about that too and oh, I, I oh, God
2: oh damn it
3: so the people I did there, I did
2: appreciate it yes
3: the people out there, that means we're right, Dakota. He didn't text all of us on Thanksgiving. That's true. Sorry, Tom. It's true. It's wow. kind of Tom does. Up. Tom literally does all of the work here. He didn't have the decency to text. Neither did I. It's and absolutely. I'm assuming neither did Dakota. <laughs> I was going to say,
2: neither did any of us.
3: Fuck. It's but I did think posters,
2: about it. But Tom, hey. It's but the posters aren't up three, yet. Anymore. But this is a two-way street. Did Tom text
3: us? Nope. Sure did Thank you for giving me all the sleepless nights <laughs> to put out on the compound
1: tom is jake in the office
4: no and it's like 11 o'clock at night He's
1: thank god, god jake's not in the office
2: Ian, i have to text this is him just back. like the let's get back to arizona fall league thing let's get back to wade davis let's Here get
1: back go. to wade davis let's get back to wade davis so wade davis retired wade is an exceptional human and i want to just take a minute to appreciate wade's career I believe he played for 13 years absolute stud with kansas city what he did with us in 17 was bananas and completely underappreciated if you look back at that year he had with us in 17 it was magical uh and then i think he had one really good year with the rockies if i remember correctly. fact
3: wade davis is born in west vancouver canada
1: hey hey wade he was uh wade set the market for relievers he i think he had like a, a when he went to Colorado, I think that contract was kind of, but he's an absolute stud. Great person. One of, if not the best, like individual, just like laser focused. I'm going to beat you with not only my stuff, but like how I pitch type of dude. Cause he wasn't like a two pitch closer. Like he wasn't like a, wasn't throwing a hundred. He wasn't like, he had a pitch mix. He spotted up. He knew what he was trying to do. Really cool to talk to him about baseball. I loved him as a teammate. I want to say very good things about Wade Davis. A I lot will... of people that I talked to
2: that play with him, like everyone I've talked to that's played with him. So they loved him. Like I know Maples loved him.
1: Great. I, dude. I say, never
3: met
2: him, but
1: I heard. He's I awesome.
3: will say I'm not a fan of him because he threw a nasty cutter and I don't like cutters. They should be illegal.
1: He did throw a nasty cutter. And uh, yep. there was, there was some times where you thought Wade, like, especially when he came off the mountain, like might kill somebody. Like he was like, just like, not because he was crazy, but because he was the quiet crazy. You were like, he's not saying enough. He might be ready to murder someone. I think those guys are scarier than the loud ones. He tried to get me out. So the year after, this is a cool Wade Davis story. The year after, which was in 18. 18? But this was in 19. So this was two years after. I faced Wade in spring training uh and i was making all these swing changes which ended up being horrible but uh i was making only swing changes so so the cubbies would think that they I weren't
3: no they weren't horrible because you heater. met dakota and me
1: it's a good point it's a good point good things happened from it wouldn't have the compound without him i faced wade in spring training and he threw me a high heater because he thought he was going to get me out and i rolled it over to second base but i felt really good about like actually hitting it uh and he texted me after the game and was like man swing looks good like I thought I'd be able to get you on that pitch like nice. And that was one awesome. of the most meaningful texts I've ever gotten from an opposing player, even though my swing teaching ended up being horrible and a bad idea. That was cool. What if, what if I got a theory? What if
3: he texted you that knowing it wasn't good?
1: Just to say, hey,
3: we might see this guy later. Good point. Keep it up, man. He, was up. he was setting me up. He was setting me up. I've heard that before from people saying, like, they'll tell pitchers, like, hey, man, your curveball is fucking gross. Or he'll say to the catcher, like, what the fuck was that? That was the best pitch I've ever seen. So then later in that bat, he throws it again and he hits a homer. And he's laughing. That's
2: 100% the opposite. Like, if he faced me, he'd be like, that shit sucked. I'm taking that 450 next time I face you.
3: There was a few times this year. Like I when think. I threw
2: you a backed up slider and you're like, well, it's effective because it was backed up. I'm like, well, it
1: is. It's true.
2: Man, I see. It, that, it that was, it. It that's was that's a real. good, bad pitch.
1: Yeah, that's real. Is there, is there anything else we should touch on before we do the uh, uh, screen time brought to you by a wish fest hashtag wish fest, hashtag parsing yeah. with Jets a knee wish are, fest with a knee, with a knee.
3: The Jets are going to have back to back first round picks this year because the Seahawks are doing great for them.
1: I don't know if you guys know this, but um, we're presented by Parse Rum, the best rum in the world. It's actually been voted with the whatever the award is for like top rum in the world. Uh, that's the real thing. I don't know if you guys remember last year we did that Instagram thing where they were voting and all this stuff. Yes. But Parse Rum, it's an incredible rum and it plants trees to save the planet. Drink a bottle, save the planet. That's what Dakota always says. I mean, no big deal, but
2: you're saving the world.
1: Four hours, seven minutes for me. Three hours, 26 minutes.
3: 524. <laughs> Stinks.
2: What a loser. Did you say three hours, six minutes? 326. I work today, so. Damn, that's crazy. It's not long. my
1: phone much. It's grinder. i like to say that half of mine was, again, on the messages. That's amazing.
2: Don't want to hear it. 33 minutes of mine was on Yahoo Mail.
1: I think we're gonna have uh more to talk about next week, but because of all the things we had to talk about this week, didn't get Frank the Tank on. Frank the Tank will be on though. Okay. Not like the way that Arietta had a double episode. Not like, <laughs> not like the way that Arietta was gonna be on, more like the way that Frank's gonna be on. I just there was too much to talk about this week. And well next week could get kinda nutty too. We'll see. We'll get next him on. week could be nutty, but we'll we're, gonna on. On. we're gonna have him on. We're gonna have, him on. We're, gonna have him on. we're gonna talk to Frank about uh about his unbelievable season and his wonderful time at home in Jersey. Hashtag WishFest. Hashtag ParsaYROM. Hashtag par-say-rum, Hashtag WishFest. We'll put the stuff on our Twitter about WishFest with an E and our Instagram, WishFest with an E. And posters are coming soon. That's episode 88 of the Compound Podcast presented by Rum. See you next week.
3: Rob.